Wake me up when November comes. Or ends. Ends. That's what was spoken by the, la the late Green Day. You know they, they say late, and that means they're dead. Yes, I do know that. Do you also know that... If they're early, are they not born yet? Like Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, know. I'm with you. If somebody's I, pregnant, it's like, oh, yeah, you're early baby. Did Green Day die? No. I just said it as a figure of speech. Now, I want to make sure you know this. The, the song is Wake Me Up When September Ends. Yeah. Okay, so we're on the same page. I then. know that, yeah. I was Wake Me Up doing When November bit. Ends is something else. What, yeah. uh, when's that? You don't know about that yet. I thought you were talking about seasonal depression because it's now dark at 4.30 p.m. every day. It's very dark here on the East Coast. Very chilly. <laughs> <laughs> on the East Coast. <laughs> we live in the Midwest. Are we in the Midwest? We're technically we Midwest. Are, like literally in the we're Midwest. We're in the same time zone as New York. We're East Coast. <laughs> we're, we're in Southwest Ohio, <laughs> my brother. I never saw myself that way. I've always saw myself as East Side of, really? of the world. Really? Yeah, we're of, East, of the, we're the East America. half of the country. I relate more to Chicago than I do New York. That's like my best what definition. What do you consider to be the East Coast? From Ohio and Cincinnati on. So you like think Kentucky? You think Kentucky's East Coast? You think West Virginia is East Coast? They're the East side of the. They're the East <laughs> Wait, side of the country. Wait, now we're going through it. Okay, coast is different than. Okay, we're the eastern part. We're the eastern part. You gotta give me that. I've I've always saw we're that. The, if you drew a line <laughs> through the middle of the country, we're on the east half. Yes. Not, yeah. And okay. I understand the same. And I've the just gateway to the west, but being on the east half is different than being on the east coast. Let me See, even St. Louis said it. They said it's the gate to the west. To the west, to the like west, west side. Of the side. So I'm not being called Midwest. Call me East. East okay. only. Okay. Make my logistics side of me crawl a little bit, but you know whatever works for you. What do you consider to be Midwest? Because that is literally what we're called. Left, uh, left of St. Louis. Because now that you told me that, I'm just going to hang on that. It's called Midwest <laughs> because it's it's the western side of the middle of the country. No, that's that's the but, left. But now you just give him, you gave him ammo. You gave me ammo, and because I. <laughs> he said, "Here's my line," and says, "That's the gate to the west." And we're talking middle of the west. If you play that back, you can see my eyebrows raise because it's like I got. I could tell. I could tell. Like you instantly got the gun got loaded. Yeah, for you. that was fun. Probably probably west of St. Louis, you know, because they are the gateway to the west. <laughs> that, that Welcome to the Wee Bros podcast. We are located on the east side of the country. <laughs> Some may say the Midwest, you know, beggars can't be choosers. They cannot be. Um, but uh, we are here to talk about the world of gaming. You thought I was going to be like the world getting into politics. No, no, no. The world of gaming. The world of TV shows. The strike is over. The movies are back. Virtual experiences. Virtual experiences are back. I had quite the virtual experience. Uh, this past week, um, if you've used Facebook Marketplace, that's a great place. Um, a lot of people are using eBay. I feel like a lot of people. Can I just say I no. invented Facebook Marketplace before it existed? <laughs> okay. I had an app idea. Did with you? Our friend Alex, and you can ask Alex. to validate this before Facebook okay. Marketplace. It was when Tinder came out, and I said people should make Tinder for selling stuff. Ooh. And you would you would say I'm selling I want this, that. And, and you swipe. would swipe. No, oh. I don't want these ones, but I do want this one. That's and we smart. had it like kind of like sandbox. They still don't out. have that, so I'd maybe keep, I'd maybe keep that zip. They don't really have that. We had it sandboxed out, and we even talked about hey, we probably don't have the infrastructure to make this scale, but we should make something good and sell it to an Amazon. We talked about we might sell it to an Amazon or something like that. Oh, wow. And then I got busy 
doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> now you're here talking about, are we really on the east side of the country? So, he truly could have been. Worth, go ahead. So you, cho you chose this He could have been the father of Marketplace. Wow. He could have been. He really could have. Um, maybe, I, no, maybe, maybe there's still something in my <laughs> Yeah, I'll cut this part out right here. No. Um, yeah, uh, so a lot of people move to Marketplace. I see a lot of people on there buying and selling. Because a lot of people had, I think, crappy experiences over the years with eBay. Yeah. Like, I use it a ton. I use eBay a ton still. But there's a lot of people, and I'm like, they're like, where can I sell this before Marketplace came out? And they're like, where can I sell this? And I'm always like, eBay. And they're like, they look at me like, in my there's opinion, no way I'm doing that. I always think of eBay being a scam. I a trust Marketplace more than I do eBay. I always heard, like, as a kid growing up, like, ooh, be careful if you're buying something on eBay. Yeah. Be very careful. Yeah, it's not going to work out. I think things are better now, but I get that people are still freaked out. So, uh, I use Marketplace to sell, like, bigger stuff I need to get rid of. Like, I'm not listing a big bike and putting it on eBay. It's just not going to happen. But locally, Marketplace, I'll use it for. So, I put something on a Facebook Marketplace. I put a bike. 25 bucks. Simple. Because I just want to get rid of it. That is, for this area, and I don't know what the bike economy in the world is where you're at. We're on the east side of the country. <laughs> Maybe little, on the west. It's a little you cold that, over here. Once you go through that west, you know, the, the gateway to the west, <laughs> I don't know what you're paying for bikes. But that's a great price. I think like 50 is kind of like a good price. 60, 70. Especially if it's a Huffy. For used bikes and stuff, whatever. So I put it 25. Like, I just need to get rid of it. It's in our way, in our garage. We're done with this bike. Put it for, for 25 bucks. And I get an inquiry. This guy says, um, you want to, will you do a trade? Okay. I love trades. Okay. Mm. And I'm looking at it because I don't want to trade. I just want $25. Everybody just, wants to trade. Yeah. Just yeah it. But, but if it's like multiple hundreds of dollars, I see the trade. You know what I mean? Like I get like people want to like. Yeah, because they want to try to get the value down. The, cash. Yeah, yeah, and then, then cash with the rest. Whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. But twenty five bucks are like if you want to trade. I'm like, Ugh, whatever. So I kind of ignore the message, and he immediately sends back like, "I've got antiques, I've got Xboxes, Ooh. I've got you know lamps, antique lamps, or whatever." He starts to name and stuff. So I'm seeing these messages come through, and then he writes back, or. If you want to f around, I we can do that too. <laughs> if you're up for that, I think it was like if you're up for that. And I'm staring at that message. Oh no, he said, "Here's what it was." Sorry. If you want to f around, I'm willing to do that. You almost have to put a screenshot of it on the screen so I can maybe read I will. It in yeah. Real time. If you if you want to f around, I'm willing to do that. And I saw that message, and it just. I, I was in shock. I, I, I mean, it just, it, it killed me. And then um, I saw that, and that was the last thing he put, and I'm, wait, I'm, I'm staring at it, and I'm so flabbergasted. I'm looking at this message, and I'm like, what do I, do I like? Now, a normal, per, normal person might be like, I, I'm going to block this person. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, you you're like, I'm, move on. What did I do? <laughs> I'm Thumbs so up flabbergasted <laughs> that I send back Sorry, cash only. <laughs> so uh, this economy is broken. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, I was I was just so flabbergasted. I replied that, but then I was like, why the heck did I reply to this? So guy? the real question would have been, but why? You know, how far would it have gone for twenty five dollars? Well, I bike? just wanted to say I'm going to miss that bike. You know, 
You should I'm text me back. Let me see a picture of this lamp. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, what lamp? <laughs> what kind of lamp? Yeah, yeah what kind of lamp we got? Um, oh, no, I was uh, I was shocked by that. But th I think the most shocking thing, if I would have put that bike or I had some other item for like two hundred plus, and yeah. they would have said that, it's like, okay, I get it. Oh, so that, that two hundred's your price for sex? Well, no, I get. Oh, that's why you were alluded to. I get that you're offering your body for this item. <laughs> yeah, two hundred, two hundred plus. But for twenty five dollars, for twenty five dollars, <laughs> not really anymore. You don't need to give me all these MSNBC articles, inflations at this. The guy trying to do sexual acts for a twenty five dollar bike. I was like, it's like we're in bad straits. For yeah. I think next time you go on eBay, you just need to post it twenty five dollars. Or best or oral if you want offer. F around. Yeah, or you want to F yeah. around. One of those two. Maybe eBay will get more hits that way. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Uh, that was, uh, I did end up selling the bike to somebody for $25. So. <laughs> I'm glad you had to make sure that was clear to us. And when I went to, to grab it, they held on to it and was like, do you want to do it? Or something else. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just give me the 25 I would have been scared. Just um, a little scared. But that was uh, that was Facebook Marketplace. So be careful. Dirty after that story. Like it's grinding. I've never been oh. offered. And it's not that. like this guy does this for a living because yeah. he offered the other things first. Yeah. It, this was like. I think he just really wanted the bike. Yeah. Yeah. He really wanted the like bike. Maybe he should have raised the price up a little bit more. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, well, maybe this is a rare bike. I'll be offering <laughs> this. It. Uh, this also reminds me. I had um, my uh, grandpa took my. Uh, grandma to go get her hair done. She likes to get her hair done. Well, in the place where this is in our city or whatever, where uh, she he does like drops her off at, there are prostitutes in, oh. the, in the area. Um, and one day, we always laugh at my grandpa before the story, dropped her off, my grandma off, and immediately, and he looks, and there's a prostitute tapping on like, roll, like, are you here to stop for that? You know what I mean? Because he just pulled up and it's like, and he just gave the ugliest face of like, Could I, you know what I mean? Because my grandpa <laughs> is such an esteemed guy, just very, very traditional. And it's she like, maybe thought, never mind, I don't want to make that joke. That's terrible. Poor taste. <laughs> that was awful. But um, yeah, just sex, man. It can get you stuff. You know, people say $70 video games are too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if a $25 bike is going for that, like, I don't know, man. Well, one's, you know, a 15 to 20 hour experience. The other one may be three if to that, seven minutes. If a sex... Like, there's a difference. Let's say it was a, this, you know, I'm going to assume probably a BJ from this guy, right? Okay, okay yeah. so $25. Is, around probably and that's $25. Yeah. And video games are 70 That is three blowjobs to play the new Spider-Man on PlayStation Well, well here's 5. the deal. And I don't like the trade. There was a piece of news that we I didn't even have on our list today, but I was reminded of it today. Rocks uh, two, Take Two CEO yeah. was talking to the board. Okay. And he was explaining that he thinks the oh, game yeah. shouldn't be a flat number. There is a formula by how many minutes you play the game, you should be charged minute hourly. Like, you should be charged hourly for a game. Yeah. What? Um, and I just was like, man, we are going down a dark path right now. Like, he's just openly talking to the board about this. Like, he, he dreamed up this I think perfect for, formula. Yeah. And, well, he's who is he, like, head of the he's board the, or whatever? Like, head of the board or CEO. Because I wonder how too. much these people are, they're probably not playing games often. Uh, that, no, that's what I'm saying. They, I think that if you are on the outside looking in and they're showing their financials and they're like, yeah, we spent $2 billion, it's like, 
it's a $70 product. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe to them it is kind of clown world of like, yeah. what are we doing like for that much? Like, yeah. but it is just, it's just always been this way. And I think they have done stuff with like free to play and you can buy skins. Like that's a new revenue yeah. stream. But for what they're doing, it's like you can't do that to a single player game. Like you no. can't do an hourly thing. That's just not going to ever yeah, fly. Will that reject will, that. Yeah, that will yeah. never fly yeah, no. in a million years. And the good thing they're going to stick it, to other things. And the reason also is because the real problem isn't necessarily money, it's time. People don't have the time to play these massive games. Yeah. So like there's games that are probably fine that I don't even try to play because no. I don't have time for that no. at all. Yeah, so you can you. maybe pay hourly to do it. Yeah. Like, that's such a commitment. I'm out yeah. on that. 100% out. Yeah. Um, uh, well, speaking of Take Two. And GTA, we have, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think, a trailer. I mean, they said December. Oh, we're getting well, it. They announced the game. And they, did, did they announce it before? They announced it with just text. They just, just text. said, hey, it's coming. And that's all they need to do. They just need to put the GTA yeah. and then the Roman numeral, and you would have got did. people losing their minds. They said, they said trailer in December. Yeah. How GTA long has it been? Has, how long has it been? Since the last 2013. Yeah. 2013. So you're talking about it's been a decade. It's like May of 2013. One so of the best-selling games of darn near, I don't think, it's not of all time, right? It's definitely a, Is one it of a, the best games. So yeah, it's, it's up there. Over 100 million. Yeah, yeah. mind-blowing. And it's like, how do you get better than this? I guess I, that's the question I ask. Like, I mean, I think they can do much better than GTA 5. Oh, yeah. See, I, I think so. I think after Red Dead Redemption 2 and seeing the technology yeah. there, it's like, I cannot wait to see what they've got. Yeah. I just want to imagine uh, our friend group jumping into a GTA server and them having built-in role-playing. That's all I wanted to imagine. Cause yeah, because like, there was a lot of fun role-playing stuff. But that developed in the later half of GTA. What, and you not like I just, that? I mean, I'm sure it'd be fun. I am, I, I'm looking forward to a single player experience for the next GTA. Oh, really? See, yeah, I think I'm I've in, always played those. I think I'm in on the multiplayer aspect of it right now. I didn't I, get into any of the multiplayer on GTA And I kind of regret it. Yeah, I, I, and that's like a thing I was like, oh, maybe I should have because it looks, I mean, people spent so much time. I think they're going to. I think they're really going to lean into that. We tried. We tried earlier this year. We played for an hour and a half and couldn't find it. We could not get to a part. It was a tutorial that went on for two hours. Like really, just let me just die. Me, Alex, and Kenny. We tried this bank heist for hours. You got farther than us. They they made this so hard. So then we gave up and went to the casino and spent the next two hours in the casino. You liked the casino. I had a lot of fun in the casino. It was. I was trying to teach Alex the concept of blackjacks. Blackjacks. Blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited about GTA 6. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I'm just going to dive into the multiplayer aspect of it. So I think we're going to see it. They said December, but guess what's in December? We'll talk about it now. Game Awards, baby. Yeah. I think that is going to be... Ding, 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 That is a perfect time to show that. I think that is 100%. It's going to make it the most watched Games Awards of uh, all time. And I hope that they have Joseph Ferris come out. He's on that announces he it. He announces it. He <laughs> GTA FN6. And a few Oscars. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We will be streaming live if you want to check us out December 7th next week. Yeah. Uh, it's a Thursday. No Hangouts. We'll be streaming the Game Awards. I think it starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, I think. Eastern. Uh, yes. The east, east, east side. East side where we're at. Um, yeah, looking forward to Technically he's wrong that. No, I'm right. <laughs> well, I mean, let me ask you guys. So the Game Awards are coming up. That's kind of E3 now. 
Yeah, yeah, I would agree with I that. I mean, like, that's where the... That is like the, the only the event that is really worth... People are hanging out for and producing and, and showing and stuff about. out. So Outside guys... of, like, a direct, but this is the only live event. Okay. Of the whole year. Yeah, I agree. All the stuff. goofy, funny, Konami... <laughs> I mean, last year we had the Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton. kid. Yeah. We did I'm have the Bill open, Clinton and kid. And that's where we got the Joseph Ferris stuff, so... I always look forward to this. Yeah. I'm very excited. There's always something. And then that guy's speech last time was like eight. He won like oh, a world, it was oh a world record. Oh, my God. The God of War guy. He, yeah. he would not stop <laughs> That was a world record, like longest oh, speech that they've boy. ever had. Oh, bad. Uh, I was killing me, too. But I, I always laugh every year about this time. And he just did it again. Jeff will tweet out, well, what, like, what advice or re recommendations or improvements do you guys want to see this year at the Game Awards? He always does it here. Yeah. He, I just saw the today. After yesterday. everything's already started, I laugh every time. I'm like, "This is already finished." Yeah, yeah. Like, why? What maybe, may, yeah, maybe it's already set in stone. He's talking about next year. I don't know. I saw but. a lot of people say security. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, you gotta have. They gotta be. Well, there is up. one thing though that has become a bit of a co uh, controversy. You guys know what Dave the Diver is? I think I've seen this. They there was a controversy about the is it really indie? Yeah, there, indie? There, there's the indie game category, and this game Dave the Diver got nominated. If you look at it, it is like pixel art and stuff. It's got some really cool animation. If it's pixel art, it's indie. But <laughs> here's the thing: it is the development team is named. I don't know what their name. It's like starts with a name. It's not a known name. But they are a small team within a $1.8 billion dollar. Oh, yeah, that's not indie. Oh. And they are a giant Korean, like, they make tons of, of games. So, okay. Like, big, big games. Um, so people are, like, really debating about this. And, and I've seen a lot of people say different things. Like, well, it's like sometimes indie is more like a style than yeah. a... Yeah. Mm. I would like to see it not be. <laughs> yeah. Like, but then it gets weird because it's like, well, is Larry an indie? Because, like, they are self-published. Yeah. Or is CD Projekt Red indie? They're not with a major publisher. I think if it's, but... like, independently funded and independently developed, then I would say yes. Yeah. But when it's something that's, like, they could have received outside funding from a company that maybe is larger or a bigger publisher, not an indie. Well, almost a lot of the indies that we play are, like, the cool kid indies. Yeah. A lot of them are getting money from like yeah. Sony oh, sure. and stuff I'm, like I'm that. Sure. So like it's just interesting. Like I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird, and I thought it was an interesting debate. Yeah, I have no clue about that because in my head I'm like, if they if the game is something theoretically a smaller studio could make, it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. Obviously, yeah. the only thing we got to cover is our game of the year predictions. We yeah. all have to put it in stone, which is who, this who podcast. Who we think is going to win? Th who we think will win at the game awards? Yes, yes. at the game awards. Uh, it is one thousand percent Baldur's Gate. I think it is one hundred thousand. No. If it's so. not Spider Man, they're wrong. Okay, that's uh, the truth. Good luck to you. Buddy. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Baldur's Gate. They roll, roll the dice, dice in the alley. You want to put some right. money down on that? How much? I'll bet you a hundred dollars. Baldur's one hundred smackaroonies. I, I want to make this it higher, but I'll feel bad. How high? Name the price. Uh, dude, I, I got a blank check. You name it right now. What would you name? I, I'm going to make the money, so I don't want to do that. I, I will do $100. But how high would you name it? I I would I would put down... Taking our friendship aside. I'd probably go $10,000. I would honestly... 10 Gs? I would seriously think about 10 Gs. Yeah. There's no way. I don't have, I, I don't I'd have smack it. the under. You really think this? I also have a, a crippling gambling addiction, so I can't really talk in this term. I, I can't take advantage of you. On that's this. what I mean. But I'm not going to make the bet. <laughs> That'd be I an feel... awesome next podcast. 
I feel extremely confident, but if it has to be, it's going to end up being Boulder's Gate. It sucks, but it shouldn't be. Um, but Tears of the Kingdom probably will be second place. Why do you say that sucks? Have you played Boulder's Gate? I have it in my rep. I want to play it, but yeah, I, okay. I don't want to play it yet. Well, I know my opinion's well-founded, because I'm actually playing like over half of these games right now. Well, how's yeah. Boulder's Gate? <laughs> so yeah, I'm playing right now, um, but you know what, like in uh Is the that movies? the game that my wife said... Travis, apparently, Jessica said she, he's playing a game where you're choosing <laughs> yeah, the design of your penis. Yes. And it was like penis B, D, E, yeah. F. Like, and I'm sorry. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, I think it's And I had to go game. through four of them before there were any that were circumcised. So, like, I'm scrolling <laughs> through. I, and uh, I told her, I was like, oh, yeah, he's probably playing the new Mario Brothers Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> the game of the year. Yeah, it was Baldur's Gate. So, yeah, I'm playing. You know, in the movies where, like, the someone was frozen for, like, you know, forever and they're waking up and they're trying to get caught up on mm-hmm. everything? That's how I feel right now, because I didn't play anything this year. I played a little bit of Armored Core and, a, like, 20 hours of Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. That's it. So, I'm catching up on a lot right now. But, yeah, I started Baldur's Gate. I played, like, the prologue. That game is really awesome. Is I it? really, yeah, I, I really like it. Here's the thing. Here's why I think it's so good. When you play D&D, and if you're watching this, I, mean, I play D&D with different people. One of the things that's hard is... It can get very self-serious. Oh, I'm my backstory is I'm this long-forgotten prince, and you know, blah, yeah. blah, and it, and it's like very serious, right? These characters, when you go to make a character, you can make a character, or you can pick from some origin characters. You watch their intros, and it's. <laughs> I was held prisoner by a vampire, <laughs> and I'll be the last thing he sees. I'm gonna kill. Like they play this stuff up yeah. so much that you're laughing, and like yeah. these characters are like they're fun. It's very. I actually really like this. You go to do something, and the game's like roll the dice, and it's like, oh, will this work or not? Um, I really enjoy that part of it too. Yeah. So it's cool. I am not very far into it, but it is a really, really good game. I think it's gonna be a great experience to play. I, I'm 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 telling you right now, it's a winter game for me. I no, really play no. it. I love Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I just yeah. I'm that's, I get that's why I'm I waited yeah. a little while to get in. It's just I didn't I have a friend it. who's hundred and eighty hours into that game. Yeah, I could see this seems like the type of game that you could just play just for. Was the other Baldur's Gates like this? Well, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 came out like a long time yeah, ago. Like These were yeah, like ever. early 2000s, like 2001, yeah. 2002. Were they on PS2? There may have been a weird port, but they were PC games. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are like top-down PC RPG games. Yeah. So like those were like you would tell your little people like where to go and like how to fight and then you could pause. It yeah. was like real time with pause. This is like XCOM, like turn based, like you move the people around and yeah. stuff. It's different. It's, it's I, a I cool don't know take. The only I could be wrong. I think it's on PS2 they had a Baldur's Gate. And my dad oh, there played was an it. action like And it was spin-off. action. So like yeah. when I saw this and saw it was all these dice stuff, I was like, This is You're like what's nice. this? Baldur's Gate what? is Dungeons and Dragons. They were always Dungeons and yes. Dragons. Yes. It's always. a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Baldur's Gate is a Dungeons It exists in that universe. It's a city in, Bo- in Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah. So it's official Dungeons and always. Dragons yeah. world. 100%. Yeah. Your your perception that would be like somebody seeing like that weird pirate uh uh Elder Scrolls <laughs> game yeah. and being like confused when they see like uh, yeah. Skyrim like what is yep. this? What are these okay. stats? Yep. Like yeah. Elder Scrolls is a pirate game. Yeah. Really, yeah. Like, you know, Red Guard or whatever that yeah. was on the PS2. Yeah, no, it's it's always been very stats and all that kind okay. of stuff. So it's really cool. I don't have a lot else to say because I'm not very far into it. But a couple other things. I've been playing the crap out of Tears of the Kingdom. 
I like it a lot. I think I've talked about it on the podcast where I was very frustrated with it. Me that. and you both were in the hate camp. Yeah. I don't hate it. I, I like it a lot more. Um, I did the the electric temple or the wind temple. Yeah, the, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, or I did the desert thing, and I've done a lot more of the underground stuff. I got the auto build thing. And auto build's that, clutch. That's very, very key. The that one is. thing with this game that is annoying to me is I will spend five, ten minutes building some weird monstrosity, and then, like, I'll die. And then when I load the save, I'm in the. I saved with it. It's gone. You yeah, cannot save. I, I had that. Those, so I used all these resources, and then you load, and you don't have the resources. You use them, and the thing. I will say, yeah. I used because I never updated my game. I used the dupe glitch to oh, dupe okay. all the resources, okay. and that really actually was more fun yeah. to me. Well, yeah, because otherwise you just... Can, I can build one really cool thing, and <laughs> yes. I'm out of Zonite, I gotta go... Exactly. Yeah. I, so duping and, actually really upped my enjoyment with the game Playing this... So I've not updated the game. Non-Switch version of my game, I have realized mm-hmm. the sandbox end of it is more fun than the actual story end of it. Okay. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, so doing what he did makes the game way more fun when you can just... Because I just need to get Zonite because I'm building a lot of stuff. Not only that, my Gundam needed wings, and I don't have time to grind for the wings. So I needed to just dupe it and get my wings. Yeah, I I don't tend to frick around with glitches, but I can see where that is helpful. Yeah. I didn't know if people had some freaking little amiibo or something they'd use to get <laughs> I mean, more you, Zonite. You could use an amiibo, yeah, but they have timers. I just, you know, I, I, I like the game. I think it's good. I do have some of the same things in the back of my head. Uh, what's hard for me is this is, here's what it is, okay? Wow. When you're a kid, Halloween is incredible. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because you get all this candy. 100%. So Breath of the Wild is like Halloween as a kid. Okay. You get all this candy. Tears of the Kingdom is like Halloween as an adult. Okay? You can buy your own candy. You buy a ton of candy and you can have it out, but the wonder isn't there as much. But now you have you, to build your own costume. But you get to have adult fun. You get to go to a spooky <laughs> party. You get to have more fun, yeah. you know? And so I can't help. Every Halloween, I'm having fun. We're going to part. We're doing our party. We're doing stuff. But I'm always like, man, it's also fun to be a kid. And I struggle with that of like Breath of the Wild is definitively worse than Tears of the Kingdom on a lot of the mechanical things. Yeah. I will grant that. You can't buy your own uh, candy and Breath of the yeah. Wild. There, but it was magic. It was more. Every moment of that game was it magic. It captured in a bottle and you're yeah. just there to remember. It was more of a fresh experience yeah. Uh, yeah. than, te- than yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. That is the one thing, definitely yeah. beers, uh, beers of the Wild. Beers of the Wild. Beers of the Wild, <laughs> dude, this Saturday. Um, IPAs, IPAs. IPAs. I got the Tears of the Kingdom IPA. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a I feel like a teenager like when I was walking around like with my friends the last couple of Halloweens when I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom okay. a little bit but like I have done this <laughs> I've been here I've saved your town multiple times yeah. I'm here I'm here for the I did thing. like the this. new changes they did the they're dance. good they're good yep. I'm, I'm, I liked the twist of the towns and what they did I'm with not that, so. I'm, I'm with not you challenging that. but all that said I'm liking it good. So the other game, because I've been playing like Cocoon, which is a cool indie game. I recommend it, but it's just a cool puzzle game. I've been playing Metroid Prime Remastered. That game's cool. I'm just super late to the party. I don't know what yeah. to say. Um, one last game, though, that I'm playing that is fantastic is Alan Wake 2. And that's a game of the year candidate. As that well. game is definitely that's, a that's, game of the year. That's uh, crazy. That's a game of the year. I yeah. don't think so at all. Well, I'm just saying I would yeah. I would have never called that. In the past, like, oh, they're gonna make a new Alan Wake. And that's I've had people this, talking about this, and people who normally don't play games talking about this it. game. 
is like unbelievable. Yeah. And it's not just the story or the visual. I mean, number one, it has the best cinematography visually of anything mm -hmm. I've witnessed in I don't even know how long. It is so cool looking. It is like True Detective meets X-Files meets um, uh, Twin Peaks for sure is always a big influence. But Twin Peaks Return, like the, the turn that Twin Peaks did from Twin Peaks to Twin Peaks Return, this show does from Alan Wake. Um, it's a different tone. It's different definitely... Style. Yeah, and the main character is a different person, and Alan is more on the fringes of the story. Um, you know, he's kind of he's you know, he's kind of going through a different thing, and the mystery they're setting up with that, and there, there's like mysteries. You know, you know, in Twin Peaks: The Return, when there's that body, yeah, and then they're like, you, you go on forever, and then you find out who that is. You're like, oh my god, this game does things like that with the first game, where you're going, you're playing, you're. And you're like, oh shoot, that is crazy, and it is tense, and there you're a detective. The main this is scary. Uh, it's definitely a little scarier than the first one. I think that you or I would recommend you would try to play it either. Okay, either. I would, because it will make you laugh okay. right after it scares you. Okay, it will make you laugh. It is so like the dialogue is so fun and goofy and the okay. quirky characters and everything. But you're a detective in this game. Mm -hmm. And so as you're going through the world, you're like, you're gathering like clues, like mentally. And then at any point you press a button and you go into your mind space, which is like an office and you walk around your office and you're putting the clues on a wall and connecting things and trying to draw like the next thread out of the mystery. It's like LA noir, like okay. next gen LA noir. And you're walking around crime scenes and looking at stuff and going in your mind space and putting things on the crime board, you know, like and connecting wires yeah. like, Oh, okay. This is a cult. But, like, what kind of cult is it? And then they're asking these okay. questions. And you're going back and investigating details and then bringing them back and putting yeah. them on the board. And it's, like, no loading. You just press the button and you're back in the world. And then somebody asks you a question. You're like, I need to think about that. And you go back to your mind space. And you're, like, peace and things. Let me together. go to my mind space. It, yeah. It's, it, it Let me is go to my like, mind space. I'll say this. Tears of the Kingdom is awesome. Baldur's Gate's cool. I can't put this game down. I cannot stop playing this game. Huh. It is fantastic. Alan Wake 1 is fun. It's goofy. Can I? This game is, like... Can I pull a Jacob and watch the cutscenes for one and just go into two? You could. Because I'm thinking about you it. Could. You could. Nothing you wrong with that. Could. You probably could. There's yeah. nothing wrong I with that. You really could, I think. I, yeah, because the more I look at it, I like one. I love like, one, but yeah. Yeah. This game deserves to be played. Okay. That's how I feel about it. I'm team cutscene and play it then. I'm okay with that. Without a doubt. That's cool. I'm going to have to check it out because I've had so other good. people tell me about it. It's going to have to be behind Baldur's Gate, though, because I'm more excited about Baldur's Gate. But I get that. I, again, I've heard things about this game. I've heard people talking about it, and I loved L.A. Noir. So if it's anything like that, it's going to scratch that itch in my brain. There are things, it just reminds me, it is like an art house film. And I've never seen a game with this budget. It's I, I would say it's in the same lane with Death Stranding in that terms It, it of, took them a billion they, years to get this because they were really wanting to make this game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it shows, and like Control, I never played that, but... People that I've seen have said is like control is still really safe compared to this. This is like they're yeah. they're going all out. They're going nuts. Yeah, it, it is so cool. That's cool. Yeah, I uh, I will definitely check that out because I think uh, I don't know. You could watch cutscenes for Alan Wake One, but just watch cutscenes. You're fine. You're fine. There are good things in the <laughs> gameplay of that, but yeah. It's like saying let's go I back, go back and play all the metal friends. Thing. We could all get together and play through Alan Wake One because it's not very long. I don't know. That might be the way to do it. Who knows what we'll do. Depends if cutscenes pop up on my YouTube or I not. feel like I had 15 years 
Uh, maybe I'll I can recoup it later. All of us have missed that, and I'll get Alan Wake 2 when it's, you know. I think Travis wants us to play Alan Wake. Uh, hold on. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. $100. Oh, wait. He watched Leftovers already. Yeah. I, forgot, I thought he must, still might the, be the trying to watch it. The deal is you're supposed to watch Friday Night Lights. Here's some games I've been playing lately. Let me tell you what about some games we've been playing. <laughs> um, Spider-Man 2, I, it's officially in the 100% category for me. Um, you hadn't pressed in the first one, didn't you? I did. I, it's now becoming just a ritual now. Like, it's just, I'm going to do it. Um, I I love the Spider-Man series. I love what Insomniac's done with these games. Um, and I'm just, this is probably my fanboy for me. Um, so I'm, I'm officially done with that game. It's over. But I don't know if you guys heard the rumors. There is DLC probably coming. Um, and hopefully it's the type of DLC. We, have you guys played Spider-Man? You haven't played it yet, right? No. You? Not yet. Dang, dude, you all missed out. There's a part in the game that is really cool that you get to experience. and I'm going to play it just... Uh, I'm not going to ruin it. I'll let you guys play it. it just these, these games being 70, I am putting off more games than ever. Yeah. I just can't do it. I can't Isn't that weird? It's like a weird it. mental block. It would almost be easier... I was gonna say if it was eighty. There's something about seventy. <laughs> it's just like weird. I don't. So know. Can I talk yeah. about this? I want to talk about this. That bugs me. But I will pay seventy dollars for the new CG, CD Project Red game. I'll pay whatever. It's not a spoiler. $70. It's just a mechanic that happens. Oh, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. Well, not a mechanic, but some cool. It's like a cool twist. It's not a twist though. It doesn't ruin the story. So everyone knows that Venom is in this. Yes. This right. Mm -hmm. So Ultimate Spider-Man was a game that came out on the PS2, the Xbox, and the GameCube. Yeah, I remember that. And people loved it because you had all the free roaming of Spider-Man 2, but then you got to play as Venom. And you full-blown play as Venom. Like, the traversal and everything. There was a part in Spider-Man 2 where you get to play as Venom. And it comes out of nowhere. And it's so awesome. And so cool. But it only lasts like three minutes. And it's the biggest tease I've ever had. It's probably going to be the DLC. It's like, I'm hoping, <laughs> because the rumor was, the guy who played Venom and voiced him said, man, they only used like 10% of my lines. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, and so the rumor is that the other part of it yeah. is locked away. Yeah. It's going to be in DLC world, hopefully. Got to pay for it. Um, be an Uncharted Lost Legacy. That might be a big yeah. DLC. Which, whatever, I don't care. But I'm telling you, that three-minute chunk of playing as Venom I was standing up in my living room giddy because it was so much fun. That's it cool. was so cool. Um, it was just it was just bonkers. So um, hopefully we get that because that's going to be more time to throw at this. But that was really really awesome. Great game. It was worth five dollars in my opinion. Um, Call of Duty, MW three, two. Sounds like two they... two released again in twenty twenty three. It's good. It's a good Call of Duty. I can't say that. I will say this. Um, I've heard it's been getting crapped on. See, I don't know where like people. I I have a friend named Michael, really good friend of mine. He he said the same thing, and I'm like, did you know that this weekend was the most played weekend of Call of Duty since 2019? Like that's how big of a deal it was. And so I was like, I don't really know why people are crapping on it because everyone's playing this one. Like MW2 had a giant opening weekend, and it completely died right afterwards. It was the quickest death of a COD since like. Man, it's Price is Infinite Warfare. So where would you put this one in the ranking? Um, it's not... See, this is why I, I struggle. I don't think it's better than Cold War. Um, Cold War came out during COVID. We played Cold War. It was Treyarch who made Cold War. Cold War is fun. Cold War's, I like Cold War. Cold War is really good. It's great, but it's that Black Ops game. But it's better than every other COD's been released probably since Black Ops 4. Um, so it's probably number two to Cold War. 
which to me is good enough because I need something to play that's actually going to be fun. And it has like all the good maps from the old MW2. They remastered them all, which it's crazy to me that like people, it's DLC. I heard this was essentially a DLC, DLC for yeah. Modern Warfare it's 2. It's a $70 DLC. Well, yes, but they also improved everything that should have been in MW2. It's it's really stupid. I'm just gonna tell you right now. I'm extremely casual. All right, and I'm also a sucker. All right, so don't. Do you think that their plan else. was to do other DLC, and they're like, no, just slap another number on it and call it? No, free. they they hundred percent did. It's because it's that's just who they are. Activision is a terrible you company. Play, you play oh, games? Watch out. Hold on. They had James Corden give a speech the other day. <laughs> I don't give a crap. Like they are awful. You wanna know why? MW2 was developed by Infinity Ward, which Infinity Ward everyone deems as like the holy grail of COD makers. They're not great. They who's the best one? Treyarch, without Treyarch. a doubt. Treyarch, okay. Treyarch, was Treyarch the gave us zombies when, when I was playing, which is stupid because Treyarch is always Black Ops, Black Ops Two. That's not their first game. <laughs> well, no, made they two before they that. made all the other ones in, in World of War. Yeah, but I'm talking about like I'm the, talking about when I played um, Call of Duty Two. That was Infinity War. And I'm talking about Call of Duty 2. Yeah, I know. Big Red <laughs> and, then, and all that and stuff. And then 2000, whatever, Call of Duty 3, Treyarch, and eh, whatever. Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward. You know, Call of Duty World at War, Treyarch. No, dude, Modern it's Warfare not like that. Infinity Ward. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know that changed, but I still always feel that way. I know that's not and how And there it are is people who hold to that, and I don't know why. Well, I, I get it. Well, the guy that was at Infinity Ward left. He went and went to Respawn. Yeah. The Titanfall and all that. Mm -hmm. So I, I know it's not that way now, but. It's just, it's just one of those things where, like, it's mind-blowing to me, but it's a giant cash grab. It is what it is. I'm not going to hover on it. I will say this. I'm happier with COD now. I'm not depressed with my shooters anymore. That's good. Um, I, was, I am depressed. I'm sick of getting shot by Nicki Minaj. And I'm also so thinking. I was gonna say, it. why am I seeing in screenshots like? So it there looks are, like there's a demon. There is like, evil group that you can buy. You can be evil group. You can be Nicki Minaj. Oh, and is her that finisher. what that is? Yeah. I saw you put yeah. that in the group chat, and I actually didn't know what you. You can buy dude. Nicki Minaj skins. No, her, I knew about Nicki. I didn't know about evil. Her group. finisher is hilarious. She literally runs up to you and she turns around, and slaps her butt in your face, and kills you. That's how she finishes you. This is and then you're happier than you've been in a while. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But the, 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 the other one they like added, this. which is driving me insane, they added Laura Croft from PlayStation One. Oh, that's, I didn't see and any they, but no PlayStation One. But the PlayStation One outfit and everything, like it's the Laura Croft. Yes, but here's the stupid part: they gave her two pistols, and these pistols are the most OP things I've ever existed that's in, fun, in this game. Yeah. And so you have kids running out and they're jumping off buildings and you see them shooting Lil Croft. And I'm like, I, 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 what game am I playing anymore? They're trying to be Fortnite. That's what they're say, trying to be. Oh, I was thinking of Fortnite when John Wick iced all four of us <laughs> and then was like dancing <laughs> to Doja Cat on the helicopter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, other than that, uh, I only have one other game I wanted to. It's more of an experience. I am an ongoing Madden player. Oh, so you played the Vader VR. What? Do you remember when they uh, that Vader VR oh, the came Vader out series. and they said yeah. it wasn't a video game? game? It's not <laughs> a game. It's an experience. It's an experience. Um, this is almost like not a game. Travis has participated in my wacky dacky franchises I put on. I put on franchises every year. It's, it's this group of guys. Sometimes it's four of us Madden. for Madden. But the highest franchise I've ever man managed was the year Travis last played, which was like, what, 2016? No, it was 2020. 2020. Um, we had eight people. And it was fun. It lasted about two and a half seasons. 
Um, which on average we can get about three seasons. The longest I've ever done is seven, yeah. but that was just with four guys who were just they, well, us. Every four. season's like seventeen games. Plus yes, playoffs. exactly. So it takes a while. It's a lot of multiplayer. It is. It is a lot of multiplayer. Um, but Travis bowed out. Another one of my friends bowed out, and and it's for it's okay. This year, I did it. I got fifteen people to wow. join a Madden franchise. And it is the most fun I've ever had in Madden. I'm not even winning all the games. But what we have done is we have created a universe to oh, where got the Madden, we have Maddenverse. commentary crews. People will stream their games and we all log on. And me and Michael are the Monday night football commentators. <laughs> Brent and Kenny are the Thursday night football commentators. What? So we log on and we'll watch the games and we'll start commentary. And my favorite thing to do is we'll play commercials during these games. What? These guys say, I gotta take a pee and they'll pause and Michael will lean over and he'll start playing Little Caesars ads. <laughs> and the, everyone's watching. They're all watching on their phones or streaming. But it is the most fun we've ever had. We're cracking jokes. We're having good times. And we have commentary teams and we have power rankings. We're releasing power rankings <laughs> oh, now dude. every two weeks. It has reached peak. This is the way to play Madden. Like, I'm like, if we do anything less than this, I'm no longer having fun. All right. Are you taking expansion teams? Dude, we actually just added another person into this. We just added a guy okay. named Brandon Geis. Do you okay. know Brandon Geis? I recognize the name. Yeah, he's neckbeard. Okay, um, yeah. We just added Brandon in. He just took over um, the Saints. Okay. So if you're interested, we have spots in the AFC. AFC spots. AFC spots. Are the Bengals open? No, Kenny is the Bengals, and he is running them into the ground. Maybe he'll trade them to him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the problem, though. You guys play a game every two days. Now, yes. That's the one so thing. every two days, you have, you have to get to a play, game in. You have to get online and play a game with somebody. No, you don't, it's, unless you have, if you have a user. If you have a CPU game, you just have to play your CPU game okay. whenever you can. Um, okay, so which is every two cool. days, but just whenever you can play your CPU. Yeah. The user games is tricky. I've had seven users this year. The most I've ever had to play. I'm sitting, I'm five and three. I've never been five and three. I'm normally the best one in this. So, game. are you commenting on games that possibly might be pre-recorded? Like Travis played a CPU game in your no. Wheelchair? What we're doing is these are live games. So okay. Travis, let's say Travis had a user game against Brent. They log in. They they, we have a in. we have a PlayStation party. Everyone starts jumping in. Travis shares his screen, and you'll hear the Monday Night Football theme start, and you're like. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Jacob Ware, joined by co-host Michael Smith. And we're here for another riveting playoff matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. And we have we have a tale of the tape spreadsheet that we create. It tells us all the stats, the team stats, best performing players of the week. <laughs> and we'll commentate on these teams. And then we have an on-field sideline reporter that we call up. His name's Corey. We'll say, Corey, what's, what, you just interviewed Coach Brent. What's, what's his feelings? And he'll come down and he's like, yeah, Coach Brent was a man of few words there. Very frustrated with his team giving up 17 points in that quarter. Really hoping to rebound in the fourth. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Back to you. And so, like, we just, it's its fun. pure comedy. That's the best uh, Madden thing I've ever heard. It is. It's, right. it, honestly, it's the community that's making it really fun. Um, and we're enjoying it. And we're hoping, I'm hoping this stays strong because I've never done a yeah, league this big. Really fun. I, I could not imagine managing a 32-person league. Could not imagine it. No way, no how. But that's my experience for gaming this month. I just thought to share that with you guys. Nice. That's awesome. I had a good community moment as well. I booted up uh, Halo Infinite. That's a community right nice. there. played that with Pierce and Matt. You've seen him, uh, seen them in the Hangouts streams we do. 
But I wanted to hop back on because there was some rumbling online that they have added like Forge. They've added Halo 3 maps. Yep. They oh, made Inforge in this. Community That's has taken crazy. over. And I was like, oh, let's hop back on. And yeah, they've added a ton. They've added, I think, new weapons or maybe I'm dumb. Um, there was a lot of stuff that was new. We played the Halo 3 stuff. There, They took... I think it's Blood Gulch is like their version of the freaking Halo 1 map. What's the big, huge, ginormous map? Um, Blood, uh, Blood, Gulch. Blood Gulch. Okay, was that the original? That's from Halo 1. Okay, okay, then Halo 3 has their own version, which I can't remember the name of. Valhalla. Yeah. They took Valhalla. And we were freaked out when we first played this because it was like, what is going on? They made it in Forge. But I guess Forge only gives you so much space. So these are Bungie, or not Bungie, 343 made these Forge maps of these Halo 3 maps, like wow. remastered yeah. and Forge. But to make Valhalla, it is a mini version of that. So <laughs> you're running and jumping and stuff, but you're already halfway in the map after like a couple <laughs> steps. So everyone's fighting, but you're, I was like, it's why pure I, chaos. I won this mini me map of this thing, and like we're just giants running like around. Gundams. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is fun. It is time to hop back on Halo Infinite. There okay. is like some Halo Three stuff they've added, and uh, oh, cool. Halo um, with the friends has I'll, always I'll been enjoyable. It's incredibly sweaty. Yeah. Now I make it sweaty, but it's incredibly fun. Yeah, I enjoy it. it. it, it so that's good. Um, and then I played a little bit, and I uh, of um, the Super Mario RPG remake. I just finished Luigi's Mansion 3, and I think I might sit on this game and check out Alan Wake or check out these other games I want to play because of uh, I want to like just have this on the couch or on a vacation and play this. Okay. It's very, seems like a handheld, and you're just kind of passively kind playing. Of and I might come back to this later on, but it is fun. It looks really, really good, and it captures perfectly that original you can switch between the modern um soundtrack and the original that's the cool soundtrack and stuff. i like that so this and this game has a heart to it that i don't think any other mario rpg even game even those have a lot of heart this has most heart of all even over the like the paper over mario's? all the paper marios because this is so distinct in the humor they don't ever return to this level of so like, they just completely one in one almost yes yes and, and and the wackiness and the weird stuff is like they brought, they did that or they, oh they're gonna have this and they have just a ton of weird samus shows up in this like as a doll or something like little references there oh, are so cool. many references it's such a it comes from a time when there wasn't I don't know how to explain it. Like, there was more loosey goosey, yeah, uh, of stuff or how characters act or Mario is supposed to be. You know what I mean, or something. And this more is, freedoms. Yes, and this for was they didn't have a playbook yet. Yeah, in the Super Nintendo still. That era. is that is on my agenda. So uh, I thought that was uh, really cool. And the last gaming thing I did was I went and met. I, I played this and I was like, I want to meet Mario himself. And that's what I did. I went up to the Torg. Gaming Expo in Columbus, Ohio, and I went alone. I braved the, the <laughs> I braved the drive alone to go meet Mario, and they had uh, tons of vintage video games. And if you look around, and guess what? The game room tour is coming soon. Finally, mm -hmm. before the end of the year, I'm going to get that out. But th I I don't need any more games probably. But I am trying to get the Metal Gear Solid games, and I found two that I needed. Nice. There, uh, some ports I wanted and stuff in the Metal Gear games. But I picked those up, walked around, 
But Mario, Chris Martinet, Martinet, I think is his name, how you say it, was going to be there. And I was like, oh, I got to like, I got to meet him. Because they recently announced like, he's no longer the voice. They have a new voice for Mario Brothers, starting with Chris Mario. Pratt. Yep. Brothers. <laughs> they need Chris Pratt in there. So that combined with like, he was coming here and I was like, oh shoot. Because I think I'd already got tickets before they announced that, before yeah. he announced he was leaving. And then after that, it's like, oh, I have to meet him now. Like, it just seemed more vital. Like, oh my gosh, like, whatever. So, I waited two and a half hours to meet Mario. I was in line, and like, I'm getting kind of hungry. I have to be back for stuff with the movie we're doing. I was uh, still filming the movie stuff, and I was like, I have to, like, leave here. And I, I was, like, right on the dial, like, meeting him and stuff when I needed to leave. And we were in line... And at one point, we're, we've been waiting. I'm talking to people online, and I see him come up, and he's leaving. Oh, no. And he's going, like, like he's mouthing, like, <laughs> I have to eat. So I watch him, like, and there went, like, 30 minutes. So I'm oh, waiting there. No. And I, I was talking to the people online. I said, I really was only, I brought Super Mario. I wish I would have had it out. You'll see in the game room tour. Yeah. I have a signed copy of Mario Odyssey. Mm. I brought that for him to sign. I was like, hey, that's the last mainline Mario game that he did. Um I want to get that signed, and that was eighty dollars. And I was like, I only want to do that, you know, because it was like you can get a picture for a like a picture sixty dollars. I was like, I'm not gonna do that. But I'm waiting so long in that line, and then somebody was like, Hey, I heard like the thing is if you get a picture and that, it's one hundred forty. And I was like, Okay, so you save a little bit. You save oh my bucks. god! But I'm in the line for so long. <laughs> I, it's eighty and sixty, so it's one forty for both. Sorry, it's 120. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I messed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, messed yeah, up. Yeah, sorry. 120 uh, if you got both. Okay. So I was like, once I found that, I was like, okay, get 20 bucks, okay. But I'd been it so long, I was getting hungry, and I was like, okay, I have to, like, I've spent so much time, I have to get the picture. So I'll put the pictures uh, up right now. There's me with Mario. Gave me three pictures. Thank you, Mario. That's I did awesome. tell him, he did chuckle. I said that. Growing up, I'd play Mario Kart Double Dash, and when you would when Mario would lose as the CPU or whoever, and you beat Mario, Mario would go, "Mario, get you next time." <laughs> but it, it always sounded threatening. And I told him that I was like, "That was it was so cute." I was like, "But threatening." He was like, "That's what I am." I'm just He's like, "That's what I was aiming for." <laughs> whatever. That's what he was going um, for. Mario, but, get you next time. Mario, get you next time. And I just, we'd always quote that. But uh, no, he's cool. Signed my stuff. He put like Super Zach and Drew. Like, there was a person in front of me that I was talking to a long time and he bought a poster and he was putting like, woohoo. And he was like, Super Brian or whatever the guy's name was. And it was like, wee hee. And he just was like, having like fun. Like, graffitiing all over this poster. And then he finally signed his name and it was cracking me up. But oh he was very nice and took time to talk to little kids. I wish he would have wrote Mario, get you next time on that. I wish he would have. That would have uh, been legendary. Uh, he wrote Super Zach and said, but um, no. You should just add it. Yeah, just, just, you know, add it in, pencil it in. Oh, I fricked it up. But yeah, Charles Martinet. That's cool. cool. Cool to meet you. What a cool experience that is. There's some experiences that you get to have, and one of them I got to experience a little bit later, um, and that's in a TV show I watched called Queen's Gambit. Have you guys watched that? I watched it. Is that I the know of it. British show? It's it's the it's show based around show. a l extraordinary chess player. Okay. It came out in 2020. Okay. So I'm late, but I saw it on Netflix, and it, it, you know how they give you that preview the first minute? Yeah. They preview. I was yeah, like, hooked you. Oh, I'm in. I, I, I said, Maya, get in here. 
she came right in. I was like, we're watching this. And we well, got down. This 20-second sizzle reel got me. Hour and 15 minutes later, I look over. Her jaw is unhinged. Because I was like, this is crazy. It's is it a documentary? No, it's a dramatization of a lady who is a phenomenal chess player. Okay. Phenomenal. And I love chess. Um, the King's Defense, the Sicilian Defense, all those things. Like, I love it. I love the concept of it. I still play chess on my phone against randos all the time. Um, I, I, it's just something I enjoy. And this show right here does such a great job, like, getting the nerd end of the chess. But giving you a character who is like, this girl is unhinged, completely insane, but amazing at chess. And that's all that matters. That's it's all only that matters. That matters. Um, it's seven episodes. That's all it is. A limited series, Queen's seven Gambit. episode. It's done. There's nothing else after it. And I love the Queen's Game. Great job. Just great show. That was a, I just associate that with the COVID because that was the same year. Yeah. That everybody was getting into chess when that came out. Yep. Yeah. So that's really fun. It's really I don't know, but dude, I'm telling you, first episode by the end of it, I was like, this show is not what I thought it'd be. Like, not at all. I literally thought, I was like, I'm just going to watch this girl go to, like, chess tournaments. That's what I thought. I was going to say, she just goes to chess tournaments. That's nope. That's what it is. Nope. Not at all. Oh. Not even close. You want to drop a tease? Like, what is it? Um, so at one point, okay, like so her, she's a kid in her first episode, and she's at an orphanage. And back in the long t days, like, old, old school days, they would give kids tranquilizers. Um, and at this orphanage. Yeah, they were freaked out, but the orphanage. She fun. got tranquilizers. And... She became addicted to tranquilizers. And it helped her play chess. Oh, so she's got like a substance abuse problem. Yeah, and it's, okay. it, but it's like, it, it's so much deeper. And it's so, it's, they do such a good job at writing this story about her and the people around her. Um, much, wa must watch. Absolute okay. must watch. Cool. And I think Netflix is not worth it. But that show in itself made it worth it for that month for me. Subscribe for that month. Subscribe for that one For the series. Queen's Gambit. And then treat um, yourself with a tranquilizer. Yeah, yeah, that's chess. the only way. But another show got its uh, lid put on it. Attack on Titan. Yes, it did. It's over. It's, it's over. over. I feel like I've heard you guys say multiple times it's over, and then they no, no, it's it, they kept coming out with <laughs> Attack on Titan final season. We were like, yes, and then they said Attack on season si final on final Titan. season part two. Now. <laughs> We were on Attack on Season Part 3, but then that wrapped up last year. Yep. And this year, they gave us two final episodes of that final Season Part 3. It's actually over. It's over. It's over. over. Were each of those gyrations and iterations of the end worth it? Or did it seem uh, like they were swinging? Personally, yeah. I think this ending was incredible. I feel totally, like, yeah. satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the stuff they tackled with this ending. Like, they I had a lot to wrap up. It's very. They had a lot to. They do. had a ton of wrap to wrap up. I thought the stuff that they showed. I want to say more. We just can't because yeah. I really, I, I really. This is my third favorite anime of all time now. Yeah. Like this has transcended, um, just a lot of animes for me. Like it, it, just, uh, it just really blew me away. They did a good job explaining certain things, even in the manga that the manga didn't really touch on as much. I heard that this kind of yeah expanded. And something I'm that glad made a, a little bit longer because I explained. I tried talking to our friend Kenny. I was like, Kenny, I had an issue with it, but like that was when I read the manga. And after I watched this, I was like, Oh yeah, 
Oh, well, at least they freaking, yeah, uh, finally, they explained it. No yeah. one's guessing anymore. They're not guessing this idea anymore. Because a lot of people are guessing this concept, and it really made this person look a certain way. Yeah. Um, and it's not the case anymore, um, which I'm really happy about. Really, really happy about. Yeah. So Great ending. Uh, great credit scene. You gotta stick. You gotta stick around. You gotta, for stick, credit, you gotta stick around, gotta stick around for the credit. Those credit scenes, man. It's like Marvel. Credit scene. It's like Marvel, man. It's Iron Man invite the. Uh, no, it, 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 <laughs> no, it, it just is cool. Is like it, what they do it, with it, the credits. I like the first episode of Attack on Titan, and they eat his mom, and then yeah. and then in the second episode, there's a big time jump, and they're in like an academy. Yeah, and I, that kind of lost me. Well, Neat. well, <laughs> <laughs> well, now that it's I don't like time jumps. The anime is these time jumps. Well, now they do it a little bit. In this game, this series. Now that it's one. wrapped up, I really highly suggest that be up on your list. You know what? No, so, I, so I shouldn't be worried about that time jump. I should. No, that. it's fine. It's, yeah, it's, it's just part of how yeah. it is. I will. It, say, it 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 really helps set. I like that it really sets what it immediately shows you as the viewer the danger of these titans. Yeah, like yeah. it immediately gets that in, and then you time jump to show like. These that guys effect, take it serious. Like you get to see that the this whole these whole people's world changed, and they yeah. only give you like those twenty minutes, thirty minutes, or whatever. It's like the whole world has changed for these people. Yeah. And and here's the stakes. And I will say that was one thing I was like I had goosebumps. I've I, I've talked about this show a lot. Mm -hmm. How this gave me more goosebumps than any other show I've ever watched. And this final episode again goosebumps. But I'm watching it going, oh my gosh, there's so many high stakes. Yeah. And that's to me is like what grips me. Is like what are the stakes? Yeah. Like what is at risk here? And that last episode, everything like they Every, show it was you all the encompassing. extreme weight. All encompassing. I, it, I and, and it's like oh I just want to die watching it, but it's so. I like, make this. This is my favorite anime of all time. It beats oh, wow. Naruto. Um, my hero would be third. Naruto would be second. This is my favorite, and I, it would be a lock a hundred percent if I just had it quicker. I think that was the issues yeah. I had when I watched this episode. And I loved the, the finale. Yeah. But because there was so much time in between it, the intensity of it kind of just disappeared because I forgot how I felt towards yeah. it. And then I, I started watching. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm with you now again. Because it started in 2013. Yeah. And I watched since the premiere. And then Dude, after crazy. that first season ended, it took forever. And at that time, you have to remember, TV shows were every a new season coming out every year. So when this came and, and the next year came, it was like, where is it at? It's not here. Two years go on, it's like, is it canceled? Yeah. And it took three, maybe four years for us to get season two. They, oh, they and, and it was crazy. It was like, oh my gosh. And, and really, the show does change as it goes along. Like each yeah. season, almost genres. Uh, the first, that first season is very kind of like horror. Yeah. Extreme, okay. like kind of, yeah. like kind of horrific. And, and then, as a, I don't want to spoil it, but we kind of change genres. Season two, and, it, and it's very. I think the show gets better every single season. What and kind I, of genre does it become after that? There is like some espionage, like action. thriller, yeah, thriller, political action. espionage. Now kind that of thing, like, season three and is my opinion. That one's the most convoluted, but the most interesting season out of all of them. Yeah, I wouldn't even hold it. I think season three hold, like is the highlight of the show. Yeah, that's just my exact like a, hum a humble, honest opinion. Mm. Nothing touches season three. Um, season one, in my opinion, has magical moments because you see like the glimmer of hope, but it is. I think the show horror. gets complete better horror. every season because you unravel the onion like each layer. It's a giant oh my mystery. God. Oh my gosh! Because these guys are living on a freaking world with giants, <laughs> and they're trying to survive. It's a giant yeah. mystery, but it just it it took a long time to get to it. It did take a long um, time, but now's a good time to 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 jump in there. But yeah, man, I'm telling you, I'm. 
out of all the animes I've ever watched, this one's the best, by far. Origami used to be really good, but they canceled it after three seasons. Well, I think I'm going to watch it. I think you guys are going to me. I'll watch Friday Night Lights, and you watch it. I'm just kidding. I'll do that. I need to watch it. I will say this. I turned it on the other week. Did you? Yep, I turned it on, and I turned it off after 15 minutes. You started it. I did start from it. From the beginning? Yep, from the beginning. What happened in it? It was in the football, it was in the locker room, right? <laughs> okay. And they were the newspaper, it started, it opened up with the newspaper route. Yeah. And then um, they appeared in the locker room, and that's all I remember. Why'd you turn it off? Um, I think I went to go play a game. All right, turn it back on. I'll watch <laughs> Attack on Titan as you watch Friday Night Live. You the new heard deal. it here first. The new deal has been... It's, it's that time of year where deals are getting struck. <laughs> this is the deal. Is Stadia better okay. or not? That's easy. I win both ways. <laughs> you do win both ways either That's way. That's great. I'm with you. I'm with you under Me and Travis saw a movie. Hell yeah, we did. The big screen. <laughs> oh my God. I, me and... Well, I think the group one year, we uh, got everybody together to watch Neil Breen. Check out Google uh, Neil Breen. You, you gotta Google Neil Breen for any of this to make sense. Yes. So he is a filmmaker who makes these low-budget independent films that he funds a lot of him, them himself. Sometimes he's had some outside help, but they're very independent he is doing a lot of the legwork you know what no one's questioning if he's getting funded uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no uh, one's saying yeah. hey is what's this going on here um, but no. these films are very notoriously bad they are not well made but they have a cult following including us that love them um because in this film solidified that i'll talk about that in a, a little bit but they're just very unique films. That's why I love the movie The Room with Tommy Wiseau. Because when you watch that and people laugh and you have a good time with a group, mm -hmm. but if you take two seconds to think about it, it's like nobody can make this film. Like, yeah. this is hard to replicate. As, as bad as it is to make these choices in editing or yeah. acting or allow that to go, that's, that is a craft. Authentically um, bad. Is authentically bad is very hard because there are like these like... I, I don't want to Sharknado whatever it's like yeah. they, like it's bad but they're like we know how to there's play a, there's yeah. a bit of winking and, and whatever yeah. there's no winking and, and nodding and stuff at all an elbow like uh, from any of these films they are just they're the way they are so we've watched all of them and I knew he had a new one coming out and I'd seen the trailer and it was like I think this this is I don't think anything is not in green screen yeah. Everything is green screen. Even things that don't need to Them be. in front of a building is green screen. Yeah. Like in a everything. hallway. In a hallway is green, green screen. screen. Green screen, green screen, green screen. So I saw that and I was like, when does that coming out? What are we doing with that? And I looked it up to see when it was coming to Cincinnati area. And I, or I actually looking for it to release. That's what it was. Like, when's this come out or whatever? And it showed like a showtime. It said Cincinnati. And it was like coming up this month. I was like, uh, and yeah. like we got together and was like we have to see that live so we went down there was it packed? Um, oh it was sold out it, it was sold out. sold out it, it wasn't a huge theater but every seat was uh, hmm. every seat was filled my, a person I went to work with uh, I haven't seen him since I quit this job he was there in a tux and yeah. like was all dressed up and he was like we were glad to see each other and he, he was like I dressed up for this like yeah. he dressed up like a movie for like the red carpet it like but, Star Wars um, yeah, it, was crazy. it was a fun experience because everyone was in on the joke and there was I mean we were all laughing in the theater 
nobody was obnoxious. There was people calling out, but it was funny what they would call yeah. out or like po point out like what was going yeah. on or somebody. And it wasn't obnoxious. Like I was afraid it was going to be obnoxious. It was like, like watching a bad movie with like a hundred friends. Yes, that's good. And it was oh awesome. my gosh, it was, it was so, so freaking funny. I was like killed over multiple times at just the, the the crazy moments on this one. What solidified what I'm going back to the moment that I was like, nobody can make these films. There's a moment when it shows an exterior and he's pulling up in his own car that was green screen to be like he's driving on a road, but he actually has his car. It goes to the exterior like, or actually he's pulling up and the next thing we see is a hall, like a stairwell with, a, it's just a picture. Nobody's on it. And then it cuts to the exterior, and then it comes to him. And, and like that cut was cracking me up because I've never, I was like, that is why this is real. Yeah. Because you would never think to do that. You know what I mean? Like a human yeah. mind could not come up with something so bad unless you're actually bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to show an interior before you show the exterior of the thing with nobody in it. There was not even like set dressing or whatever. It just Nothing. Is the picture. It just was like fundamentally really bad yeah. building. There was legitimately extremely funny parts in this. Um, there is a part, I just want to say this one part, one part of it. There is a part in this film where it's an, it's an insane asylum. Uh, this plot makes no sense, by the way. It, it's it, a it's, hospital that Neil Breen always plays some version of God. Of a savior. the best, of a the thing. savior of the world. And he's giving money to this hospital. The director, by the way, is the main yeah, person. He's giving money films. to this hospital. He's like, oh, I haven't even been to the hospital. I haven't been there. And you go to this hospital... And it is hell on earth. Like <laughs> people are laying in like the corner with like broken two by fours everywhere. <laughs> and like yeah, like this guy's laying on like a broken mattress and like all this. So stuff. there is a part that I think I think it's tied for my top one like funny parts or whatever this film. But I'll just say this one. These donors are at that one place when it just showed the interior. They're at this uh this kind of like swag party, the rich yeah. and uh, and you know, corruption and all this stuff, and the, the what, how's the hospital? And he, he's like, he asks a question, he leans over, and he's like, what is our money going to at the hospital? And it hard cuts to an, to a, like, Shithole shanty, yeah. like, old room. Destroyed. Empty. You hear what? footsteps. And a guy walks in with a piano. Like a little keyboard. Like an electronic like old, piano. Like, like a $80 Yamaha, Yamaha. keyboard. <laughs> Shut up. And he sits down on the ground. So it comes from, where's our money going? The cards cut to this. And he sits down. <laughs> that and I, dude, we were, I was in tears. I was like, that's legitimately an extremely funny cut. Where's our money going to? Like, it takes forever for him to sit down and, and he's impatient. I forget, but, he takes it seriously though, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember, I remember this correctly. Yeah. I think it, this was an awesome movie. This was one of my favorites, I think. Just, just, I think the group setting made it. I can't even think of like, it's so impressive. He has a filmography. Yes, he has seven, a big one. Yeah, six or seven, yeah. and he's got a distinct style, and he's sticking to it. And he's made a lot of films. That's just like, I mean, I made one, and it about killed me. And it's like this guy's made so he's, many. You know what? And now he has a fan base. Like it yeah. really is an amazing story. Of yeah, he's life. on the big screen. Yeah, all of his dreams are come true. Yes. And it shouldn't work, but it does. Yes. And and that's why I think in terms of bad movies and stuff, I think, I know Tommy Wiseau is the 
He's kind of oh. like the. He's the, made the crown jewel of the he's room. He's the crown jewel of with the room, but this is my favorite. Sure, I'm with you. I'm with lane. you because he's he's made more. He's just gosh. um, <laughs> very good. So <laughs> love that great group setting on that. Uh, the other thing I watched, I uh, wanted to talk about was Shin Masked Ride Masked Masked Ride. Who made this? Hideki Anno. Is it okay? Yeah, Guys, uh, creator of Evangelion. So, um, he made Shin Godzilla, and I loved that. That had Evangelion music in it, in Shin Godzilla. And it just, uh, his style comes through. It's great. So, after Evangelion 4, uh, the, not 4.0, the, the final film, Evangelion, he said he's done with anime. He's only doing live action stuff from now. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm in on with this. So, he's come out with Shin Masked Rider mm -hmm. since then. And this was up on Amazon Prime. And I was like, oh, okay, I forgot about this coming out. So me and my wife, and I was like, let's just watch this. He's like, okay. We start watching it, and uh, we got a little bit in, and I was like, okay. And the next day, I was like, you want to continue watching this? Yeah. She's like, I'm good. So I finished it alone. But I was like, <laughs> I, I, I got on her for like 10 minutes. I was like, this is freaking cool. I was like, I love this. Like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I freaking adore this style of film. And yeah. it feels like a live anime mm -hmm. in so every cool. single possible way. Um, and you just get an extra level of what this really is allowing him to do is an extra level of like emotion that mm -hmm. you can't quite maybe get all the way in anime. Yeah. You can get with like human, you know, eye to eye contact emotion. And I freaking love this film. It's it's um, I, it's cool that he's got to do this. Not only Godzilla, but um, this movie because these are like Japanese staples. Godzilla. Yes. Yeah. Uh, common. It's common writer. Or Ultra Boy. He didn't do that, okay. but that came back too around the same time uh, recently. But Common Rider is from the '60s. It's when Anno was growing up. That's what inspired him, and he got to go back and like make this new thing. So it's like that, you can tell. I don't, I'm not a big Common Rider guy, but you can tell like there's a lot of heart. Like he cared. Like this is his childhood. Like love. You know what I mean? Like, and he got to make this and bring this into uh, new audiences and stuff. So. It's like a weird, wacko Power Rangers that turns extremely ungodly violent at times. And, there, and that's what I was shocked about. I was like, oh my gosh, this is almost hilariously violent. It's almost like end of Evangelion violent at times oh, when wow. that was like violent. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, even tearing the Evos apart, oh, like wow. certain stuff like that. But I loved this. This had such a, it oozed just style and, and the shots and the camera angles he was doing. I was like, when I started watching, I was like, the guy who edited Evangelion had to have done this. And I looked yeah. it up. And it's the same guy who edited oh, all wow. the Evangelion I films. I this out. Edited, came on and edited this film. Ah, he is one of my favorite yeah. like, creators. And I liked Shin Godzilla. I will admit, I was very tired. Yeah. I did fall asleep watching it. And it's no fault of the movie. Yeah. I woke up at the craziest thing in Shin Godzilla. <laughs> I woke up at the end. Like, oh, the, yeah. And I had fallen asleep for like 30 minutes. Thing. And I was like, what is well, happening? Dang it. The end of that movie yeah. is just the most unbelievable, oh, yeah. uh, just loud set piece. Yes. So I highly yeah. recommend this film. If you like anything, even anything anime, this is just oozing so much style. The camera angles I was so jealous of because I was like, Ever, like little things of some character walking up and passing a note or doing some doing something is so stylized. Yeah. Like every single thing is stylized. It made me jealous. I was like, I couldn't even like, I wish I had this kind of even brain to like think of this. Like yeah. it's so hyper stylized, so freaking fun. So highly recommend Shin Mas Masked Rider. Nice.
I watch a few movies. I'm continuing my Bonathon. The Bonathon. I've, I've watched three. I think I watched Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, and then tonight I watched The Man with the Golden Gun, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a guy that has a golden gun. Lee, he well, he has a golden lighter, oh. and a golden cigarette holder, oh. and, and he walks in and says, "You can see I'm unarmed." <laughs> and then when they're not looking, he yeah. has his little gun and he shoots Puts together. Them. That's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's <laughs> definitely... We're, we're basically into this Roger Moore, early Roger Moore era. He was the third actor to play James Bond in these series. And uh, his movies are goofier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're funnier. There is... Um, Live and Let Die introduces a sheriff character named J.W. or J.W. Pepper. And he's a big, just nasty-looking southern cop. Yeah. That always has a big thing of drip in his mouth. And he's like, <laughs> what are you doing out here? What are you boys doing? Like, he's the most obnoxious yeah. Dukes are hazard kind of. Yeah, out. and it's like Smokey and the Bandit, basically. Yep. And they introduce him in Live and Let Die, which takes place in Louisiana, and there's all these like, voodoo tribes and stuff. Yeah. And he's ch- and they go through this subplot where this sheriff's chasing these guys around. It's like forty minutes. They keep cutting away to this guy. <laughs> so after that movie, I was like, God, I forgot about this. And then Name with the Golden Gun takes place in Hong Kong. James Bond's doing chases Hong Kong, and he bumps into a tour bus, and it's that guy. What are these guys doing? <laughs> and then like you're like, Oh my God, this was just a cameo. So then James Bond's trying to get away later in the movie, and he gets in a. In a in a car, and that guy's in the car. Like, oh, you're gonna deputize me? You're that agent, and like yeah. it just goes on and on. He's so, like the Jar Jar of uh, yeah. He is the Jar Jar of these James <laughs> That's Bond. That's exactly what I thought. I didn't even remember he was in multiple. So what are you, you know, James Bond. I love them, but um, we're into some some. You know, they're they're all fun and goofy, and luckily none of them are more than two hours. So you just yeah. kind of roll with the good and the bad. But uh, that's fair. Yeah, I like Roger Moore. His movies are goofier. Definitely than the Sean Connery ones, which who's their favorite movies. era? Um, I'm well, always partial or to modern. I'm always partial a little bit to Pierce Brosnan because Goldeneye. Oh like, yeah, that yeah. movie specifically. Gotcha. I love that movie. And got a good game. I like out of it. I like certain Roger we Moore did. movies. I like certain Roger. Some of them are a little less goofy, but yeah. he's always like okay. that classic suave. Like yeah, he's got away with the ladies. You know, yeah. Sean Connery just slapped every woman. <laughs> like they weren't interested, and he would slap them, and then he'd like not leave them alone, and then they. After with you them, so. told the story in the last yeah. podcast, about him, I went back and watched some video clips of his movies, oh, and yeah. I was just like. He's always this laughing. really got away. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Like he was allowed to do oh, yeah. this. Like Roger was... Moore is more like that suave. Like he had. He don't like, have to slap anyone. He was kissing this girl, and he has this little thing where he, when he moves it, like it's like a super magnet, and it'll pull like things to him or yeah. away from him. And like he, this girl's kissing him, and he's like, "Oh, it's just it's just magnetic, you know, how we're together." And then he has this thing, and he's undoing her dress with it because it's <laughs> nice. like a magnet, and it's like that's James that's Bond. Cool. Yeah, lady. that's cool. Like those little things he does, little, are like that. So that's right. The Riz about yeah. And then Daniel Craig's fantastic, but um, I like his first movie and his last movie a lot, and his middle ones not as much. So. Pierce Brosnan in Goldeneye is like cool. James That's Bond in my brain. The like, Bondathon. In my 10-year-old brain, that is yeah. James Bond. That's so, fair. Yeah. Anyway, so we've been doing that. And I, then I did also, were you going to say something about uh, that? I was going to bounce off and talk about how I've watched the first two Mission Impossibles. I'm oh, on yeah, a, please, I'm, yeah. I'm on a Mission Impossible-thon. 
And I just want to tie in because you talked about yeah. all these. Uh, We're rivals right now. They're kind I of. I got the British spy movies. Yeah, and, and these I was watching. I was like, oh, these are. Are these the know. Cody Banks? Am I crazy? No, this is Tom Cruise. Why do I think of Cody Banks? And one thing that is making me laugh is okay. Go ahead. Growing up, my dad was the king of trolls. He trolled before trolling was a thing, but. Anytime we had to do something, it was like, I need help, or we got to go over here. We only have 10 minutes, Dad. Like, you have to get me to whatever. He would every time go, oh, we better do it. Dun, 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 dun. And he yeah. would do that every single time. So watching this film, I started cracking. I was like, it's a freaking song. Yeah. Like, dun, 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 dun. He would just do that whenever I was trying to be serious. But I watched the first one. I didn't even really, I've never seen any of these. I just know their cultural kind of impact. But... I got to see where in the first one when like you get to see that famous thing when he almost hits the floor yeah. and you got to see what was at stake there. <laughs> so that was a really cool setup. That 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 first one's like a smaller like coming. We have to go in here and get these files from the FBI or whatever. The second one is directed by a different director, and it's directed by John Woo, who made all these Korean action films. Yeah. And this film is awesome. Vision Impossible 2 rules. It starts out, me and my wife, I was like, you want to just jump in with me on the second one? Yeah. And it starts, and there is, uh, I forgot her name, but she's in Westworld, um, this actress. And it's like, we need her because she's a really good thief. Go and hire her on. And they meet at a party. And immediately, like, he's super interested, and they're, like, almost, like, in love. And me and her are like, oh, this sucks. And we're like, Oh my gosh, this is 2000s, like corny, and they're already in love. That is the one fault this movie has, but you forget it within four milliseconds because yeah. the action in this film, they give you that, they're like, hey, this sucks, but because this sucks, we're allowed to do all this other stuff, 99% of it. Yeah. So many cool action. You get the John Woo, like Tom Cruise jumping yeah. while, like, and shooting while he's like landing sideways on the side. Oh my gosh, the action. We were silent, like, watching. Me and Chelsea are just, like... It's from 2000 this came out, but yeah. the, the action is unbelievable. So many cool parts. But they bring something back from the first one, because Chelsea's like, what is this? They have a hyper-realistic... They have all this technology they use, and one thing they have is an extremely high-realistic uh, CGI mask. Yeah. And they rip it off. So Tom Cruise is a totally different person, and they rip it off. It's Tom Cruise underneath. But it's just like your face and they yeah. rip off. And it's like hyper the person basically acting. And they rip it off. Oh, no, it's Tom Cruise. They bring that back in the second one. And they do it in the coolest way. They bring that back and like use that 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 feature. And it's like, oh, my gosh, they brought back this freaking they brought back the cheap CGI, technology. The most cheap the plot, plot uh, patching thing. But, um, no, I really like that. So the Mission Impossible... Nice. We'll continue. Spy nice. So nice. now we're yeah we're dueling spy movies. Well, I think James Bond can hold his own against <laughs> what's his name Ethan Carter. His name is Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna start watching Ethan my Carter's spy movie. movies. Cody Banks. I'm gonna start watching Cody Banks yeah. this next month. Watch Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> so we'll compare and see who like. <laughs> How many women get slapped in spite? No, who would win in a fight? All right, Cody Banks. Okay, Cody Banks. Uh, Sean Connery. <laughs> Ethan or, Hunt. Or Ethan Hunt. Or what's the, um, the Lava Girl? Or that's a whole that's different That's Shark Boy and Lava Girl. They're not spies. They're, not they're spies. just They're just Shark Who's Boy the spy and... kid? Just... Uh, I can't tell you that. You know, I did the last movie I watched, and it had Spy Kid energy with Scott Pilgrim. I'd never seen that. I oh, don't you haven't know seen why. it? Yeah, I just watched it. 
Okay. And it reminded me of Spy Kids in a weird way. Like, there's this goofy, weird, like, it's a very okay. movie. Have yeah. you ever seen that? Uh, yeah, I just don't remember it being like Spy Kids. I don't know why. It, just it has like, a, like a goofy, a slapjack like, kind slap, of like yeah, humor. It's got like uh, jacking around. Yeah, man, it really. It's very and, silly and very. When I think of Spy yeah. Kids, I think of pure rated G. Like everything is just kind of like. Yeah, I this think of giant. I think of giant floating George Lopez. <laughs> I think it's like heightened reality. Yeah, Spy Kids okay. is a heightened reality. Like it's not grounded in our world yeah, no. at all. Yeah. This guy has like walking thumbs and all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff and like Spy Kids ruled by the way. Yeah, I it was good. Growing up, I remember Spy Kids Scott being Pilgrim the best. Scott Pilgrim was like Spy Kids for adults. Scott Pilgrim was really good. It was a really goofy, good. fun time. It we is. had a good time with yeah. it. I just never watched it. I liked it. It was fun. They did an animated version of it too. Did you they? know that? Yeah. yeah. They actually had they had a video game well, of just it. Came out something. Yeah. An animated thing on Netflix just came out yes. for Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, I, don't I don't know. I always was like, I don't know. Like it's. Did they have it's... games of Scott Pilgrim versus the World? They had the animated version yeah. that just came out. They I had the live that. series. So that. apparently, it's funny enough. So uh, vote in the comments. Who's gonna win? Out the of the Spy three. Kids, Sean Connery. I think Sean Connery's slapping Sean everybody. Sean Connery just slapped. Yeah, Sean Connery has the edge. He's slapping the. But in my opinion, Sean Connery slapping Michael Sarah. Dude, oh, he's done. He's slapping the spy out of those kids. They're, those kids are done. I'm they're sorry, that they're not, they're not hunting anything. Oh my god, spying anything. And then take off his face and it's Ethan Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> terrible CGI. Stabs him. Oh my them. gosh, land the plane. Woo! All that's right, good. So, hope you guys enjoyed. I'm sorry. If I'm, you're a spy kid, I'm I Sean apologize. He's laughing. <laughs> I'm moving past it. I apologize if you're a spy kid and you watch this. If you're the spy kids are now spy adults. They so. are spy adults. They should make a sequel, Spy Adults. They, spy they adults. might and, be cooking that and up it somewhere. Gets in like, it gets like vulgar and violent. <laughs> yeah, you know that's like what they do. I never mind. Well, I Carly on that. Wasn't it a guy and girl? Or are they they weren't brothers or anything? They right? were brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. Okay, don't don't. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> that's a different, that's a different me, website. You're going to Jonah Hill. You're going to Jonah yeah. Hill. Moving on. They meet. They find other spy. They, they find other spies. They, sp yeah. they find another. Okay. They find with, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. They find. Yeah, they grow up and they find Isn't another. Frodo? What? <laughs> Wait, was it the guy that played Frodo in Spy Kids? Was he? Yeah. He might have been. Yes, Elijah he was. Wood? Yeah. Oh, Elijah my Wood, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, he was. Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> Return of the Ring. So they find. <laughs> They spy. They need to do spy adults. They find another spy adult group, and they they do some stuff. You think somewhere deep down in the world there's a spy and, and hold multiverse? Hold on, hold on. They have to make this movie for one line. When they're about to do the deed, the other spy adult is like over top, you know, about to do it, and he looks at the camera. He breaks the fourth wall and says. We're not spy kids anymore. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Like so if that. you like that, click like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Um, next month we are go well, we're going to do Game Award stream. Check in on that next Thursday, December seventh, and also our podcast next month. We will be giving our Game of the Year, Movie of the Year, TV Show of the Year. So tune in for our final podcast of the year. December. Thank you guys for watching. Shout out Spy Kids. Shout out Facebook Marketplace people trying to buy bikes. Trying to sell their bodies. Both are. What's your price? Put it in the comments. What are you buying? What are you buying? What are you selling? Bye-bye. <laughs> Peace.